morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, September 6th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to talk some about a passage from Luke's gospel. But before that, let us begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you have been generous with us in every way. Generous in grace, generous in love, generous in mercy. As we receive these gifts, may we give them out to the world this day. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our reading is from the 12th chapter of Luke's Gospel, verses 13 through 21, and picking up again at 32 through 34. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And then he said to them, Take care, be on guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. So do not be afraid, little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out an unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, this is the last passage in a sermon series we've been doing on generosity. Where do you find generosity within this passage? So I think there's a dichotomy shown in this passage between who people are and who God is. Hmm. So people in this passage, right, are those who want more. Um, The man who comes to Jesus says, tell my brother to give me more of the inheritance. Um, And then in the parable, the rich man has so much and just wants to hang on to it. And the generous person is evidenced by God, who, Jesus tells us, loves to give us the kingdom, loves to give us um, this gift that never wears out, that never runs dry, that there is never too little of. The generosity is in the person of Jesus Christ, who says, Life can be hard and scary, and I will walk with you each step of the way. I mean, the generosity is God's, but we are certainly called to show some of that generosity ourselves. 
Yeah, I see. I see that similar generosity. And again, we've we've talked about this passage. You and I have read through it before, but just at the very beginning, where someone is demanding, yeah. telling Jesus what to do, and I think there's a lot of generosity in Jesus's response. Someone comes to him with a demand, yeah. and says, "Tell my brother to do this," and Jesus says, "You know, I'm not a judge. I'm not an arbiter. But you know who Jesus is? He's a storyteller and a teacher." Uh, and so I think that, man, how many times when people come to me with a demand, do I respond no, with, brother. with a with teaching or 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 generosity? Uh, and Jesus, and I think this is what Jesus does with us: is we come to Jesus and we ask things, we demand things, and I don't think that's wrong. I think that's again what Scripture has shown us: we do as humans. And the generosity of Jesus' response is that He teaches us and He grows us towards who he is. And as you so eloquently stated throughout um, throughout this entire parable and the store, overarching story, who Jesus is is generous. Yes, and it's interesting too because if Jesus were just a rabbi, if he were just a spiritual teacher, at that time it would have been reasonable for someone to bring their concerns about their mm-hmm. estate. Mm-hmm. You're the rabbi. Here's our problem. Tell us what the right thing to do is. And instead, when Jesus says, that's not my job, I think he's also saying, I'm not just your rabbi. Hmm. I am the very spirit of God in this place. Um, And so then for him to also explain and give parable and give more information, it is God bowing, stooping down to help a mortal understand. Hmm. And I do, I think that, I think that's even more generous. I mean, This only could have been worse if it had read. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, you should. That's like my, like when someone comes to me and says, you should, my ears close immediately, right? (laughs) And I'm not even God. (laughs) I don't know if you knew that, but surprise. But yeah, so it is very much this kind of demanding posture that even in God's divinity and in the person of Christ still stoops to help us understand. That's kind of lovely. And it's, you know, when we put things in that kind of macro context and we can read this and we're like, Oh yeah, generosity is in it. But when I think when you speak and I'm hearing you talk about breaking down at how uh, ridiculously generous Jesus is with this. And then I think about all the things that I am not generous with that I consider to be so important point in case, probably the two biggest ones for most of us, you know, money, time, Mm -hmm. uh, that those are the two most important things that Jesus, (laughs) Jesus as divine, God as divine stoops down and meets us exactly where we are with taking time out of, uh, his preaching to tell a story to someone who has come to him with a question. And I love it too. You see the generosity in that, um, the parable is that this person's going to die. Well, what happens when we die? We were offered the generosity of mm. new life in Christ. Mm. Um, and so I think that's pretty significant there too. You know, for me, I, I am so stingy with so many things. <laughs> and especially when I feel that someone is wrong, I offer them no generosity around that. I want to make <laughs> yeah. sure they know. I want them to correct it. I um I think maybe that's where God's calling me to to have a better heart at letting people be wrong. But for some reason I've made some bad choices around this today maybe. I don't know. But um yeah, I do think there's something to be said for 
um, being generous even when the other person is so far off the mark. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, thank thank God for my wife's grace because I am like just a corrector over the most minute thing uh, where I will, you know, <laughs> she's speaking and says something grammatically incorrect. I'm totally the person that will correct her. But you know what? freaking hate when someone corrects my grammar when I'm speaking. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I So there are two people in my family who are very um, literal and exacting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for instance, uh, one of my daughters had loaned something to someone, and this person they had loaned it to had lost it. And, you know, the person was like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and I was like, don't worry about it. It costs $2. And Ryan was like, actually, it was 15 And I'm like, no, the point of this is to make the person feel better. You know what I mean? <laughs> and at first I was really mad. And then I was like, no, she's just a very exacting person, yeah. Yeah. right? I have made a mistake with my facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's about the relationship. But yeah, I get it. We, And that's about having so little generosity for the way someone processes information, mm. um, with the way someone does things. So what I'm saying is I feel for Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, with that, we will revisit this text on Friday, and we hope you join us again because um, there'll be a lot to hear there too. But we are going to end with a quote from Cahill Gabron. You give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. And isn't, this is Tara's words, isn't Jesus Christ the very Mm. definition of that? Amen. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you will join us on Wednesday as we talk about a psalm. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. 